Hello there and welcome to the Blessed to Blessed podcast. I am recording and I will be uploading this episode on Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's! Whether you have a Valentine or not, I do want to remind you that you are loved, that God loves you. So for this episode, we will be going through different verses, different passages um, in the Bible that remind us of God's love and how we should love others as well. So grab your Bibles and let's get into this. I will be reading 1 John 4, 7-21 in the Amplified Version. Beloved, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another, for love is from God and Everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know him, for God is love. He is the originator of love and it is an enduring attribute of his nature. By this, the love of God was displayed in us, in that God has sent His one and only begotten Son, the one who is truly unique, the only one of His kind, into the world so that we might live through Him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation, that is, the atoning sacrifice and the satisfying offering for our sins, fulfilling God's requirement for justice against sin and placating his wrath. Beloved, if God so loved us in this incredible way, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time, but if we love one another with unselfish concern, God abides in us and his love The love that is his essence abides in us and is completed and perfected in us. By this we know with confident assurance that we abide in him and he in us because he has given to us his Holy Spirit. We who are with him in person have seen and testify as eyewitnesses that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses and acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. We have come to know by personal observation and experience and have believed with deep, consistent faith the love which God has for us. God is love and the one who abides in love abides in God and God abides continually in him. In this union and fellowship with him, meaning God, love is completed and perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face him because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But perfect, complete, full-grown love drives out fear because fear involves the expectation of divine punishment. So the one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love, 
has not grown into a sufficient understanding of God's love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates or works against his Christian brother, he is a liar. For the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, that the one who loves God should also unselfishly love his brother and seek the best for him. I will now be reading from 1 Corinthians 13 in the Amplified Version as well. So this is starting with verse 1. If I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but have not love for others growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. And if I have the gift of prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge, and if I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but do not have love reaching out to others, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor and if I surrender my body to be burned but do not have love, it does me no good at all. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth, when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, for our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, or in our case, a woman, (laughs) I did away with childish things. For now, in this time of imperfection, we see in a mirror dimly, a blurred reflection, a riddle, an enigma. But then, when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality face to face. Now I know in part, just in fragments, but then I will know fully, just as I have been fully known by God. And now there remain faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, 
confident expectation of eternal salvation. Love. Unselfish love for others growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choicest graces. But the greatest of these is love. Sometimes we wonder how we can love others, and maybe even ourselves, or maybe even God, and how we can do it on our own. Well, the answer is, you can't do it alone. As the past verses and passages have been reminding us, God loved us first, and so it's out of His love that we get to love others. And so in this next few verses... I hope and pray that just as they reminded and encouraged me recently, that they will also remind you that the Holy Spirit is here to help. Now we will be reading from Galatians 5, 22 to 23 in two versions, the Amplified Version and the Passion Translation. If you're wondering why I keep on sharing different versions, it's because they expand for me personally the knowledge and the meaning and the weight of these verses. So let's get into it. In the Passion Translation But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. Joy that overflows peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Now in the Amplified Version. But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So there we have it, a few verses to listen to, to read through, to ponder on, on this day and every day. I hope that you were reminded of God's love for you and that Him loving you is not the end, but instead it's the beginning of a life filled with love. And I hope that you live a life that overflows with love and that people will see God and encounter Him and know Him through the life that you live. I also pray that you will know that you are loved and that your identity is in Christ and that the greatest story ever in the history of the world was written with you in mind. Always remember that I am blessed to bless, you are blessed to bless, we are all blessed to bless. And since it's a special day today, let's add this. 
I am loved so that I can love. You are loved so that you can love. We are all loved so that we can love. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.